Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. So just a rhetorical question. Would you let Jesus into your boat? Because Peter's life was changed thoroughly and completely when he let Jesus into his boat. Let me just recap a couple of points that we heard to draw your attention to a couple of other points that I want to make. The first one is this. Jesus himself selected Simon Peter's boat as the one that he wanted to preach from. And when he he did that, he took command of that boat. Remember, Peter owned that boat. He was its captain, not Jesus. But Peter obeyed what Jesus had to say. And when Jesus finished teaching the crowd, he told Peter to go out into the deep and lower his nets. And don't forget, Peter was a professional fisherman. Jesus was not. And Peter ran his own business. And Jesus, well, he was in a business, different business altogether. And Peter offered a small but very good excuse for not going out, and yet he ended up doing it anyway. And when he did what Jesus had told him to do, he caught so many fish that the two boats in their little flotilla nearly sank. That's miracle number one, all those fish. And Jesus performed that miracle to reveal to Peter what his future ministry was going to be. When they returned to shore, what happened? Did Peter negotiate with the local fish brokers to get the highest prices he could for those fish? Nope, I heard that. Did he give the fish to his family and friends? No. Remember, both of those boats were extremely full of fish. They'd have to be moved quickly or Peter would end up having two boats full of stinking and rotting fish. Instead, Peter and James and John left the boats and all those fish and everything else to follow Jesus. Now, if the story ended on that note, I'd wonder why Peter ever let Jesus into his boat in the first place. But that's the story of the second miracle in this this gospel reading. Jesus had somehow touched Peter in such a way that Peter could see in Jesus something that would alter his entire life and forever. And the thing is that Peter didn't wait a week or a month or even a day to think about it, think it over, maybe consider, you know, the pros and the cons and all that. He responded immediately, now, and he followed Jesus. Now, it would not have been easy for Peter, nor James or John, to do that. Peter easily recognized that he would be utterly ignorant in his first day on the job as a fisher of souls. And he'd have been the first person to admit that. You can hear it in his voice when he talks to Jesus in this reading. Because of that, Peter would also have known that Jesus would have to teach him all the things that he'd need to know in his new job. And maybe more importantly, Peter would have to have been committed to applying himself 
to the task of learning all that he would need to know. Remember, he said, depart from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. Now, this story should resonate with anyone who has ever experienced a midlife career change or has had to go back to school after many years of absence from it. It, res it resonates with me anyway, <clears throat> and it makes perfect sense that Peter walked away. In my own case, I'd been praying hard for a long time and had been prompted by a, a fairly large number in the church community who were in a position to point me in the right direction so that when Jesus got into my boat, so to speak, I was quite ready to follow him anywhere. And I did. And I ended up here. But this isn't limited to things like the priesthood or the religious life. No, sir, not at all. There are many other times in our lives that become opportunities for you to invite Jesus to be the captain of your boat, like the decision about what to do, say, for instance, after high school. Do you go to work? Do you go to college? If you go to college, where do you go? Or things like marriage. When might that happen and with whom? And the question of having kids. That's another huge one. Or maybe it's an illness in the family or a crisis that seems impossible. The possibilities are endless. But back to Peter. Somehow, Peter had to have spent a lot of time thinking and praying about his future and likely talking to the key people in his life and at his synagogue. When he saw that, that huge haul of fish, he was so well prepared to make his decision that he was able to walk away from everything and follow Jesus in the direction that Jesus wanted to take him. Now, that's exactly what happened to me. The only difference is that I didn't get the huge haul of fish with my deal that Peter got, and it's likely that you won't either. But here's the thing. All of you are called to be like Peter to rely exclusively on the Lord. All of you. Out of your comfort zones, and into the deep and unfamiliar waters that make you afraid, and with the Lord commanding your boat. And that's because, just like Peter, Jesus has a plan for each and every one of you. Now, obviously, we're not all called to what Peter was called to. Only one person gets to be the first pope. But we are all called to follow Jesus. And following Jesus is the work of a lifetime, if only because, hopefully, we learn as we grow and things change constantly, both inside and outside of us. And sometimes it takes a while to learn to trust, but the more we trust, the deeper Jesus can take us into himself. And that can be very challenging and daunting. Still, Jesus tells Peter and us, do not be afraid. And sometimes we might hold back. People and events and happenings have their own ways of making us want to wait and see, to watch how things unfold, to see what happens, especially when it comes to the unexpected. And it's safe to say that we've all experienced that 
with COVID, for example, or, or any number of issues that we're faced with in this day and age. But here's the point. Peter did not expect Jesus in his boat that day. He did not expect Jesus to ask him to drop his nets. He did not expect Jesus to tell him not to be afraid because Peter was afraid. And he didn't expect Jesus to ask him to follow him either. In a way, our gospel is telling us to expect the unexpected. It's true for most everything else, big or small, that happens to us. So why shouldn't it be true for God as well? So two things that I want you to do today. First, <clears throat> think about a time when God showed up in your boat, figuratively speaking. He shows up unannounced, and think about how you responded at that time. And with that in mind, think about how you will respond the next time that that happens. And just remember this one thing. Jesus told Peter, do not be afraid. And recall that that message wasn't just for Peter. It was for you. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h t Org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.